Welcome to the Millennium Money Show, where you'll learn to gain control of your finances so you have the freedom to live intentionally. This podcast is dedicated to show you everything that you need to know to take money into your own hands, get ahead in your finances, become debt-free, and grow savings accounts that fund your dreams. I'm your host, Ashley, certified financial coach who's paid off over $157,000 in debt, and I've helped others do the same. In this episode, we're going to talk about... In this episode, we're going to talk about negotiating and how it can literally save you thousands upon thousands of dollars every year. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Money Money Show. I am so thankful that you're here, that you're tuning in and listening. Um, I'm very excited to dive into today's episode because we're going to talk about negotiating. And now negotiating is a topic that not many people like to talk about, and especially women for some reason. But negotiating is a very helpful tool to save you buckets and buckets of money. (laughs) So I have successfully been able to save about a minimum of $2,300 a year using the information that I'm about to share with you. Um, In this last year, we negotiated a smaller student loan interest rate and it saved us over $4,800 a year in that one category alone. After paying off over $157,000 in debt, I realized that there's a couple of things that I needed to do to speed up the process of paying off debt and one of them is negotiating. Now negotiating does have a bad rap and according to Linda Babcock, author of Women Don't Ask, The High Cost of Avoiding Negotiation and Positive Strategies for Change, she says that only 30% of women negotiate a salary while 46 of men do, and 55% of women feel apprehensive about negotiating. Now, by not negotiating a first salary, an individual stands to lose more than $500,000 by the age of 60. Think about it. If you negotiate for a higher salary, then you're more likely to put more towards retirement at an earlier age. It might take you years to achieve that salary that you should have had from the beginning and in turn lose valuable time for your hard-earned money to accrue interest by the time you retire. I want to empower you and equip you to negotiate confidently to save money so that you can reach your financial goals faster than ever before. So like I said, negotiating has saved us a minimum of $2,300 a year. And I want to teach you some of the tricks that I've learned to negotiate for better deals, tips that I do to find confidence for negotiating. And first we need to really talk about what negotiation is. So negotiation is a strategic discussion that resolves an issue in a way both parties find acceptable. Nothing more, Nothing less. It's a conversation where two parties go back and forth to find a price that they both agree on. In some cases, I didn't even have to have a conversation to save money. I simply had to ask and they gave a better offer than what I wanted to negotiate for. So most of the time, all you have to do is ask. Okay, there are five tips that I have for you in order to have a successful negotiation. The first tip is to ask. What's that quote? Um, it goes, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. When my free trial for satellite radio was up, I called the company and asked if they had a better deal. I think they wanted me to charge like $4.99 or $4.97, something crazy 
crazy for an annual subscription. Uh, Come to find out, they automatically enrolled me into a subscription that had all the fancy sports channels and a bunch of bells and whistles that I literally would never listen to. Had I not called and asked, I wouldn't have found out that one of the subscriptions was exactly what I wanted and only $9.99 a month. By one 20-minute phone call, I saved over $375. That's why the first rule of negotiating is to just reach out and ask. Because what's the harm in just asking? Now, the second tip is to ask and then listen. So immediately after you, after you ask your question, stop talking and listen to the, what the other person has to say. You'll do yourself a disservice if you try and make the other person feel more comfortable by, feeling, by filling the silence. That silence is the other person trying to think about what to say next and usually how to find a better deal for you, okay? The third tip that I have for you is to do your homework. So when you walk into a negotiation, you need to know what the typical going rate is and you need to do this because you need to have a solid ground to stand on. For example, when we were negotiating for a new car, we did our research on what Kelly Blue Book value was. We knew that they fluffed the price up by a couple hundred dollars so we could walk into that negotiation confidently because we knew the going rate and we knew that we could ask for cheaper based upon the research that we had done. The fourth tip is knowing there's power in walking away. If you walk into a negotiation knowing that you can walk out of it, you're at a much higher advantage. So let's go back to the car example. If you walked into a dealership knowing that you don't need a car tomorrow, and if the dealer doesn't give you a good deal, then you can simply say, I can't do that, and walk away from that conversation. So you can thank them for their time and walk away. Just make sure that they have your information before you leave because oftentimes what happens is dealerships are in the business of making money. So when you walk away from that sale, it hurts their bottom line. Have you ever walked into a dealership where there's nobody else there? So it's pretty typical that that happens unless there's some sort of sale going on. So they are literally in the business of selling cars. Don't be surprised if you get a call the next day or a week later and the car salesman says, hey, I talked to my boss about that price and they said X, Y, Z. That, my friend, is the power of walking away. And the last tip that I have for you is do not be in a rush. When you're in a rush, people will pick that up and use it to their advantage. When we rush, we make mistakes. Mistakes in negotiating means that we leave money on the table. Take your time and utilize the other tips that I've just given you to get the deal that you're looking for. Okay, friends, those are my five tips for you when it comes to negotiating. I really hope this has helped you. Listen to this episode right before you purchase a car or make a big expense. You can literally negotiate anything. Um, Obviously, there are stores that you can't necessarily negotiate in, but there are some that you can. A lot of grocery stores will have sales. And sometimes when they ring up the actual product that was supposed to be on sale, it doesn't actually show a sale on the receipt. And so you're actually paying full price for the product. You can negotiate to get your money back in that situation. And that is just one small example to where you can negotiate the little everyday stuff. Utilize the power of negotiation. It does not have to be awkward and uncomfortable. It can simply be a question. That's all it has to be because the question alone means that you're more likely to get better bang for your buck, to save more money, and 
not pay full dollar for whatever it is that you're purchasing. There's so much power in negotiation and you can save literally thousands of dollars if you do this. Okay, friends, I cannot wait for what we have in store for next week. Um, we're going to talk about friend and family loans and why you should not do that. Uh, we will talk all about it then. I'll see you then. Bye, friends.